0: Hi, it's Booty, and you're listening to Seven Questions, where I ask world leaders and people I find fascinating seven questions. Today, I have Jordan Rothstein. Jordan is the chief executive officer and founder of King Tide, an innovation workshop in Los Angeles. Rothstein is responsible for the overall direction and tone of the company, as well as the day-to-day execution of the creative and technical sectors. An advocate of democratic leadership, Rothstein maintains a higher-energy workplace and a company culture that promotes creative exploration, problem-solving, and collaboration. Rothstein, like the company of his accord, is a dynamic force, brimming with exuberance and potential. In 2012, Rothstein helped launch a creative agency, where as creative director, he expanded a client list to more than 100 securing top names like Tom Brady, Paris Hilton, John Wall, Burger King, Beast by Dre, and others as long-term clients. Jordan Rothstein is a graduate from Leeds School of Business and the University of Colorado Boulder, with an honors degree in finance and entrepreneurship and business management. Jordan, welcome to 7 Questions. Thank you. It's nice to be here. I appreciate you playing Seven Questions with me this afternoon. Absolutely. Uh, Brett, our friend Brett, nominated you, so you're stepping up to the challenge. Gotta love Brett. Shout out to Brett. <laughs> Shout out to Brett. Shout out to Good Human.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, so like I was mentioning beforehand, Seven Questions. We pick seven questions and we kind of just jump in. I also give people a chance to share. Um, anything they're working on, so people know a little bit about what you do sure. before we jump in, if that's okay. Yeah, I just have a quick question for you. Am I a world leader or someone that you find fascinating? You're both actually. <laughs> that's a good question. I you're a world leader. I think what you're doing is innovative, um, and so I would say you're doing something that um, I haven't seen yet uh, in terms of what I've researched and what I've seen cool. uh, visually. Yeah. Um, but. Because you know Brett, you're also passionate. So <laughs> um, I'll, say, I'll I'll say both.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm really passionate as an entrepreneur. You know, King Tide is my my brain child and. Uh, I love working with entrepreneurs and helping them realize their vision, especially in the digital product world. So whether it's building a marketing site or a mobile app Mm -hmm. or some technology, you know, helping them not just from a development standpoint, but really understanding what it takes to build a startup. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think, you know, if they get some funding, they can build an app. But it takes a lot more than that, as you know. It does. <laughs> so we we pride ourselves on the collaborative approach and run workshops with these clients to help them understand vision, values, mission, what operating and marketing costs are going to come after the launch because that's just the beginning. Meanwhile, building a great team. You know, I have mm. uh, offices in LA and Mexico City, about 15 employees right now, and it's always a uh, an ongoing process yeah. to you know improve your company culture, which is my nice. main focus. But You know, I love what I do, and I love who I do it with, so.
0: That's good, man. I
1: love Love it. it. The goal is uh, to to create digital products that have real-world impact, and right Mm -hmm. now we're working on a few different applications, but one that we're most proud of is for patients with multiple sclerosis to Mm -hmm. track their treatments using an Apple Watch and using all that data to hopefully pre- predict or identify a potential for relapse before it happens. Mm. Um, so we're being funded by a big pharmaceutical company and the goal would be to launch this app in uh, late this year in December or early next year and run a trial uh, with real patients and hopefully you know, that can add, you know, add, add impact by yeah. saving someone's life, so.
0: Yeah, I think that's where I am excited about technology is because, if, um, I say verticals, <laughs> people don't know, industries where like pharmaceutical, who's been traditional, yeah. being able to now see the lights is what I like to say and say, hey, maybe there's something to technology where we could reach more people or um, test in a different way um, and save lives in a different way by investing in something and building something out exactly uh, from yeah. the traditional of the last you know hundred years. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> so sure. that's dope, man. That's cool. Uh, well, with seven questions, we jump right in. So. You ready? I'm ready. Alright. You guys should see this box by the way. It's bright pink. <laughs> it's got some flowers oh, on it. Nah. I, I, it. He's kidding, guys. He's kidding. No, it's <laughs> it's a funny, it's a fun, bright box, I love just it. like life. Yeah. Alright, let's go. Question number one. Alright. Just dig deep. Let's see. Do you believe in luck?
1: Uh, sure, what what is the saying about luck? Luck is when opportunity meets preparation, okay. I think. Uh, yeah, I definitely think, you know, there's a little bit of luck, um, you know, in certain things that happen in my life. Um, but, you know, a lot of it is really just preparation. If you treat yourself with with respect and, you, you know, you take care of your mind and your body and you show up, that's half the battle. And, um, you know, you really engage people with a positive mindset and you really try and help others. I think there's a higher power that'll help push you along the way. So Mm -hmm. I think there's definitely a little bit of luck out there in
0: this world for everyone. Cool. I love that question because no matter who I'm with, people answer it. I always get a different, a little different response. So uh, I would agree with that response. (laughs) For sure. I would agree. Question two. All right, dig deep. He's closing his eyes, guys. He's official. He's official. (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right. Who would you like to meet that you haven't met yet, and why? Uh, man, there's a long list of people <laughs> I'd like to meet, <laughs> from Clayton Kershaw, you know, okay. one of the greatest pitchers of all time. All so, right. Um, you know, but I think when it comes to myself and my career, and looking at you know entrepreneurship. I've always been a huge fan of Richard Branson, Mm -hmm. um, who's just done so much in many aspects of his life, Mm -hmm. not just just business, you know, from a young age um, and building multiple billion dollar companies, but philanthropically, he's, you know, always, he's donated millions and uh, hundreds of millions to charities through his efforts, but more so on on the life side. He also holds world world records in sailing. It's an amazing autobiography you should read. Um, What's it called? It's called, yeah, Finding My Virginity. He has two, actually. Um, I think the first was Losing My Virginity. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like a great title. The first one, I think, was Losing My Virginity, and the second one was Finding My Virginity. Both are great, but the second one is more recent, so he talks a, a lot about other things. I would have to throw in Elon Musk to just uh, as a secondary yeah, in entrepreneurship. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's got his his hard edges and he's probably not the easiest person to work for, yeah. but undoubtedly in my mind is you know probably one of the, you know is the most innovative uh, entrepreneur of our lifetime. Yeah. You know, being able to not just create a company like Tesla, but to do <laughs> to do that would be an amazing feat on its own Yeah. Uh, and he's done it with SpaceX and PayPal and the list goes on yeah. with the boring company so <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the amount of hours that guy has put in in his lifetime into his
0: work and it's just incredible yeah. and admirable yeah alright that's cool that's that's some big heavy hitters Yeah. What I, about hope, you? I hope they're listening uh, <laughs> I think for me that's a good question I'm like who would I like to meet that I haven't met you can um, check me off your list. Yeah, cause... I love that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You're totally on that list now. No. Uh, on the list, and then check, though. Uh, who would I like to meet that I haven't met? I think most people know, listening, I've had the honor of, of working for Oprah Winfrey uh, right out of college. Oh, cool. And that door, I mean, you know, working for her and for three years, that's when I, then I moved out to L.A., I was around so many people. I was working on a magazine side business under the business section, magazine online, dealing with Harpo at the time, and she had a show. Uh, And that door opened up so many opportunities. So I got to meet and be around people who my dad and my mom just couldn't like people that you as a kid you're like, oh my god, I don't know if you know Tracy Chapman, but like before I had met her, that was probably someone who would have been on my list because I grew up listening to Tracy uh, Chapman you know, who's an artist uh as a kid with my dad. Um yeah. so she would have met someone but speaking of today, I guess I'm going backwards, but the person that I would meet that I didn't get to meet through Oprah would be um Obama. Yeah. Uh and I left when she met Obama and met and been around him. So that's someone I would love to just sit down with and have tea. Wouldn't have <laughs> like, yeah. And Michelle. I Michelle, I can't forget you. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Obama as well. Those two I would love to just sit and and just hear stories yeah. about the last eight years what yeah. it was really like uh, they fascinate me so if you haven't caught
1: uh, Barack Obama on Jerry Seinfeld's Comedian in Cars Getting Coffee I have check that okay out, is that on Netflix it is yeah okay. it's a great great show in general but that episode was definitely inspiring and okay. gave you a more casual
0: look into Obama's life dang yeah alright so. so check it out yeah um, alright question three let's do it Tomorrow, Doing well so far, man. It's good. Appreciate it. Of course.
1: What's been the most difficult choice you've had to make to fulfill your destiny? Uh, Well, I'd like to get personal, I guess, with this one. Because undoubtedly, for me, the most difficult choice was uh, actually getting sober. Um, Mm -hmm. Around seven months ago, I made the decision to you know, stop drinking and partying and really remove myself from that scene, you know, growing up in LA and having a lot of friends and in this entertainment and tech space, there was always something for me to do, especially in the sales role, always mm-hmm. out going to networking events and, you know, for me, it just, uh, I, I sort of had too much of that, I, mm-hmm. I um, you know, I really wanted to dedicate my life to helping others and to building amazing products and go all in on this business, so made that decision and it's really changed my life. Um, You know, I have the energy every morning to wake Mm up, no hangovers, (laughs) and become more spiritual. Um, It's Mm. led me to understand that there's a higher power out there and our purpose here is really to help others and, you know, I've found found a way to do that. that. When it comes to my business, you know, we also went through a pretty big transition about a year ago where... We were offering every digital service mm-hmm. under the sun. You know, we were doing marketing, social media, and working with Brett's company, Good Human. We yep. were doing online advertising and Facebook, Google ads while trying to build websites and apps. And we realized that we were spreading ourselves too thin mm-hmm. and competing with a lot of different companies and needed to find focus. And while we had a really good business on the marketing side, I'm more passionate about building products uh, and and getting to work with others to create something that has a real, you know, digital experience that we can be proud of. So we had to stop doing marketing and we had to focus on what we were passionate about. And for us that meant, you know, scaling back some of our team, offboarding more than half of our client roster. Impacted revenues uh, and for a little bit was an investment. We made in in that transition and it's paid off You know, it took some time, but we've come out after six months Having had everyone on our team focusing on developing an amazing engineering process. Yeah We can really say now that you know We're one of the premier digital product development firms in LA Mm. and you know We have that senior engineering experience, but we wouldn't have gotten there unless we made that difficult choice
0: So cool Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think for me, uh, one, I, I, I respect you sharing uh, being sober because as I hear that, I'm thinking L.A., you know, every night this week, I actually have an event uh, socially because I think as CEOs, you have to go out and you don't have to drink, but part of being aware of where, it's especially in tech, it's like what's happening, what are people doing, how are people thinking... Uh, While I have my focus, I like to just have my pulse on where things are going and that involves going out. So I work from home and I don't really have to go out unless whatever. But because, you know, I have to be aware of what's happening in the world, I have to get out. And drinking is like yesterday, Monday, tonight There's drinking and it's a lot of it's free. Like most of the things I go to are invite only free events with just open bar. And as you're saying, I'm like, yeah, what would life be like you know, without <laughs> drinking? So For sure. uh, I appreciate you sharing that because I think a lot of people could relate to um, how drinking does impact yeah. their focus um, to move forward.
1: Uh, yeah, I love being open and transparent about that with everyone I talk to, especially the people on my team because it really does by letting your light shine, you know, it yeah. gives others that freedom to, you know, sp- spread their wings and be open and honest with you too and it's made a huge impact in my life and to see how much has changed because of it it's Mm. it's insane it felt like i was almost walking blind for 10 years and i can finally see the colors are more vibrant my brain's just firing on more synapses so it's it's an awesome feeling
0: that's dope man i'll have more questions after i'm like man uh let's keep going question number four
1: Why do you think we work uh, why we work, work? Yes, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think obviously for a lot of people, work is a means to an end um but for for me and for a lot of the people that I know, you know, we're working because we want to build something that we can be proud of. It's an outlet at least for me to express my creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, again, try and help others. Like you, I love people. I love mm. working with people. I love talking to people, learning more about them and what their goals are in life. Mm-hmm. And I've created a machine to kind of help them realize their vision. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's why I work. And, you know, having built uh, this company, I get so much reward out of getting to hire and work with young entrepreneurs yeah. or individuals and help them grow. So... You know, I got a, I'm blessed and very grateful for the position that I'm in because it's twofold. You know, I get to make money by helping other people, yeah. <laughs> you know, realize their vision. But I also pour that all back into the business and, um, you know, scale our team and, and hire young talent and, and
0: try and mold them. So that's, that's why, why I work. work. Awesome. Yeah. Why we work? All right. Three, four, question number five. <laughs> Dig deep. Closing the eyes again. Closing the eyes,
1: right. do it. What's your motivation to succeed? It's um, hmm, a good question. You yeah, know, again, I, 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 I think it's just knowing that I'm reaching my potential. I, I feel like I'm someone that has a lot of potential. I feel like everyone really has a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. I once heard someone else say that, we're all given the same amount of talent just in different areas Mm. so I I really like that idea and you know I I think I've got a good grasp on what my talent is and um, you know I need to give you know this job and what I define as success everything that I have Mm. otherwise you look back and you know you feel like you didn't reach your potential and it it hurts and I've been there before and luckily I'm young enough where I can make those mistakes get back on that spiritual path and keep going you know you got to just keep going and success you know can be a straight line but for a lot of people you know you find a curvy road to success so I'm I'm just driven by impact you know making an impact on uh, other people's lives so
0: that's my
1: motivation right there reaching potential what about you
0: um, my motivation like I've always known um, since I was a, since I've known to think about what I would do in this world that I was gonna help people or things uh, when I was young I wanted to be a veterinarian I loved the animals oh, nice. I was just taken care of there was just this soft spot that I just yeah and the ant, I'm like don't step on the ants like I just <laughs> like it's nature like people and I'm a city boy like I'm from New York and so people were like, what the heck is, like, what are you talking about? Like, you just wanted to protect the spiders and the beat, like, everything was, uh, like, just, I just was in awe of, like, life. Yeah. Um, I've just always been that way. And and then as I got older, I was like, all right, I'll be an OBGYN, uh, helping people, helping women get that life again. Like, I don't know where it comes from, but it was like, oh, yeah, I'll study science because I love science, I'm good at it. I want to help give birth. And then it trans- it translated into, like, being in a position where i was helping people you know graduating college and realizing i didn't want to do uh OBGYN and then landing with oprah and helping women live their best life and being a part of a journey of like yeah. how do i inspire and be a part of a team that thinks every month how do we inspire women and some men to um live their best life that's that's her quote and i'm like oh somehow the universe just attracts me to these things yeah. that i've just known, I don't know I just I'm using my hands guys, but I'm like I've just known <laughs> since I was a kid, uh and then one thing just leads to the next, and I think now it's um I, it's just this trajectory if I keep looking back at my short life too, I'm like oh like I'm constantly in positions or putting myself where I'm able to help people um and be inspired and 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 sh- and ask questions, and so um i think what motivates me is wanting to help people um and to push people forward uh and i've I only can describe it as instinctively knowing that that's part of what i've been called to do and i just try to do my best it's at beautiful. knowing that like yeah i don't know how else to put it tangibly but well you're doing a great job i understand thanks, you're man. helping people find jobs from yes, the yes, city yes, so yes i appreciate that keep, <laughs> like, keep it up man thank you um all right where are we on question three number four number five six, six. six. My favorite number. is this six on. is your favorite yeah. all right would we'll ask you why but that'll be that'll be a question <laughs> all right here we go what's the lesson that's taken
1: you the longest to learn
0: Ooh, this is a good one
1: yeah definitely a good one um I love just the idea of lessons. You know, we we don't ever look at anything as failures um, or mistakes. It's all lessons learned. Mm-hmm. We preach that a lot at our company, oh, cool. what are the weekly lessons you learned. Um, I think for me, it's got to be learning to say no to the shiny objects in your path. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. especially just doing, you know, being around a lot of people that have ideas and having yeah. this vision or mission statement to help them fulfill those you know, I constantly want to join them on their journey or, you know, I come up with ideas of things I want to pursue and um, I have launched several businesses (laughs) during my time here but uh, the number one, you know, ingredient to success is focus. So Mm -hmm. you got to learn to say no to those shiny objects that get in your way and, you know, the transition like I talked about from marketing to just doing digital product development was uh you know a big lesson that we had to learn and it took us four years to learn that and Mm. you know to just to see how messy life was before and we were doing all those things to how how good i feel right now and how clear we are because we know what we're doing every day when we come into the office Mm. it's amazing it took that long to learn but you know it could have been longer man (laughs) four years is not bad i mean it could be
0: decades you know like some people are still learning lessons (laughs) that They didn't learn the first time uh so yeah so don't yeah absolutely i'd
1: also like to give my dad some credit on the the lesson that took me the longest to learn was to freeze on a line drive (laughs) freeze on a line drive (laughs) (laughs) we're big baseball fans and we play softball every sunday and my dad to this day even though we've been doing this for 20 years Will always say when you get to first base, freeze on the line drive because believe it or not, people just don't learn that lesson. Interesting, <laughs> I love that. I have to throw a little baseball spice. No, do list. it, like do
0: it, because they're baseball listeners. I'm like, I grew up next to Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Oh. Uh, in no. New York, like literally three blocks. The uh, old one, this... I assume, right? Yeah, or... the old one, because the new one's only been eight years, nine, ten uh yeah the old one yeah it's crazy the new one is just right next to it i right? know <laughs> yeah uh, last time i was in new york or one of the times i had the
1: chance to see both
0: of the stadiums oh when they were both off yeah that oh, was so pretty cool, cool. Yeah. yeah i was like wait what are they gonna do with this i remember when they were building it's like wait why is this one still here <laughs> like what the heck uh and they finally um uh, you know not finally but they got rid of it but um yeah Uh, Alright, question seven Last one, man Ready? I'm ready This has been fun Alright Best advice you've gotten and used This is a good one to end on I love it Best advice you've gotten Because you know I'm sure people out there listening We always get advice Whether it's from our mom, dad, girlfriend, boyfriend Sister, cousin and you don't always use it. So I like this question because it allows us to know the advice of someone we admire, um, to listen to the advice of someone we admire that they actually use, so.
1: Yeah, looking back, I guess it's not that uh, philosophical or anything, but it's it's great advice, (laughs) which is track your time. Mm. Um, You really can't measure what you can't track or you can't improve what you can't measure. Um, And for us as a company, we didn't realize how much time we were spending on on different tasks uh and we met with this financial consultant at one point yeah. and i'm like look man we're doing all these things we should be making a lot more money yeah what, you know what's going on and he's like you guys aren't tracking your time so we got toggle which is a great time tracking app and i have now used it not just for our company but i, I track my time and you get to see how much effort you're putting into things and you know if you understand your your what you what your billing rates should be what your costs are Mm. it's a better way to manage your life so um, man I think that's the best advice I've gotten at least when it comes to business Uh, and definitely you know it's one of the key pieces of advice I give to other entrepreneurs when they're asking you know when they're just starting out is to to, you know track your time um, so yeah, I think that's it, man. I don't know. All right, no, that's, yeah, that's good. Is. That's good. I like that. I've not that, heard that yet. It's, it's weird, weird to think
0: words. of that as the best advice I've ever been given, but at least recently it did change the business that we have. So that's for this. You know, this podcast is what comes to mind where you are now. Yeah. Um, today, because that's all we have. <laughs> so if that's the advice, that's first thing to come to mind then yeah. that could that's someone listening and I'm listening as I'm thinking I'm like Togo, okay I have to look at this app now yeah. uh, and see what it is because I'm always thinking about time yeah uh, I'll throw I'll throw another one in there um, if that's all right but of if you're you know it's the first
1: rule of holes which is if you find yourself in a hole stop digging and that's a great proverb that we like to live by mm. and if you are ever in a situation where you're really trying super hard to make something work mm. whether it's a client that's unhappy and you know months are going by and you're just the relationship isn't clicking mm. or if you have an employee and they don't seem happy and you're trying to shift them around get them in a different seat but it's just not the right fit and you know deep down that it's not the right fit mm. stop trying to make it work if you're in a relationship with you know a Uh, another person and you know you're just not happy you can't always just make everything work so stop digging get out of it as quickly as possible and keep moving forward
0: all right i love that well you know at the end jordan we ask uh for you to nominate someone else Um, call them out anyone come to mind
1: um well one of my mentors is james richardson who's actually Our CTO. Okay. um, But he's an amazing guy. Uh, Definitely one person that I think would be fun to interview. Uh, Another person would be Steve Ferraro. I'm sorry, I'm giving two just for you to to have some options. options. Uh, Steve Ferraro is uh, an incredible entrepreneur and CEO or one of the founding partners at Idle Rock, which is a management company that does Monster Energy Outbreak Tour. They launched Never Too Hungover, uh, which is now called Drink Aid, the hangover preventative drink. And he's doing a lot, and he's a fun, fun guy to talk to. I take him out for dinner every now and then, and just pick his brain. Cool, cool. I
0: will uh, figure out a way to reach out. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good, man. Perfect. Um, Well, thank you for playing Seven Questions, Jordan. Thanks for having Uh, me. For those listening, you're listening to Seven Questions. Uh, It's Booty. It's a podcast where I ask world leaders. And people I find fascinating. Seven Questions, and I'm so thankful today to have the honor of having Jordan from King Tide take his time to play with us. Um, you can download Seven Questions on iTunes, uh, Google Play, and public radio stations, and everywhere else you can find a podcast. Um, please like and subscribe and share. Thank you guys for listening.